Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free physical space challenge. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash space and learn how to clear out the clutter, create a studio anywhere, and make space in your life for creativity. Let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode nine of the Creative Spark podcast, and today we're talking about personality tests. Specifically, which ones are best for creatives to help understand the universal archetypes which form the unique foundation of your creative superpower? Now, most creatives think we are special snowflakes, and indeed, we are. Every human is a unique combination of experiences, knowledge, skills, interest, environment, opportunities, and upbringing. However, we are still a mix and match of a variety of standard factors. So think about the way that humans look, for example. We're a combination of eye colour skin colour, hair colour, face shape, body type, height, and so on. There are millions of combinations, but they're made up of a relatively small set of variables. Even colours. It blows people's mind when I tell them that in reality, there are only 12 colours. Grab any colour wheel if you don't believe me. But what about the millions of colours on my computer, I hear you ask? Well, they're just a combination of those 12 colours. You can either tint them, tone them, or combine them. So tint just means add white, tone just means add black, and obviously mixing versions of those colours together gets you other colours. The result is a palette of millions of different colours, but they're all derived from that core palette of 12 and are mixed in subtle variants. So what does this have to do with me, I hear you ask? Well, when we look at those millions of different humans or those millions of different colours, it can be very difficult to pick out the 12 starting colours on the colour wheel or the six different iris colours that we might be made up of or the five different natural hair colours, all of those with blue hair, I hear you, but the natural hair colours that these millions of people are made up of. So when we look at our own creative archetypes, it can be very difficult to pick our own starting archetype, as everyone looks different when we view the end result. Now, if you go on the internet, there are three main types of tests. There are aptitude tests, personality tests, and strength finders. Aptitude tests are grouped according to the type of cognitive ability that they measure. So that might be reasoning, processing, spatial, perceptual, memory, and so on. And these are known as psychometric tests, and they're usually used by employers to determine the types of aptitudes needed for different jobs. Now, fluid intelligence is the ability to think strategically, learn new skills, think and reason abstractly, and deal with ambiguity and effectively solve problems. So this type of intelligence is more commonly known as street smarts or the ability to think on your feet. So fluid aptitude tests measure abstract or conceptual reasoning, diagrammatic reasoning, inductive reasoning, and logical reasoning. Crystallized intelligence is the ability to learn from past experience and apply what you've learned. So this type of intelligence is more commonly known as school smarts and might include using numbers as a tool to make a decision or producing and analyzing written reports, understanding and following instructions, and processing information to make effective decisions. So crystallized aptitude tests measure verbal aptitude, numerical aptitude, spatial aptitude, and mechanical reasoning. Now there are plenty of free tests available online which test the types of aptitudes employers are looking for. Abstract and diagrammatic tests tend to show multiple patterned objects and they require you to choose the next one in the sequence. 
Verbal and numerical tests present you with scenarios and ask you to choose the correct answers. Spatial and mechanical tests show diagrams and ask for the correct answer as to what will likely happen. When I start thinking about these types of tests, I think about that scene in Blade Runner <laughs> where he's got the turtle in the desert. It freaks me out. I don't like the thought of taking any of these tests. And the problem with most of these online aptitude tests is they're timed, and so the pressure often causes people to just guess, which means they're not always accurate. Now, when it comes to discovering the foundation for your creative superpower, a more useful and much more enjoyable type of test is the Strength Finder test. These are similar to aptitude tests, but rather than psychometric testing for employability, Strength Finder tests are looking to define personality types or leadership qualities and so on, based on the strength of your response to a question. These types of tests are useful when discovering your creative superpower because they take a much more qualitative approach to testing. Now, there are, again, there are many of these online personality tests as well. So there's the Gallup Strength Finder and the Myers-Briggs Personality Test is pretty much the most popular or well-known. And these have a variety of costs associated with them, depending on how deep you want to go into the analysis. Now, the Myers-Briggs test is a widely used self-diagnosis tool, and it identifies the dominant psychological preference. And it's based on Carl Jung's theory that humans experience the world using four principal psychological functions. And these are sensation, intuition, feeling, and thinking. So Myers-Briggs took this theory and then plotted it out on four quadrants, and they developed 16 personality types. They determined that there are eight factors which make up personality. So they've kind of absorbed Carl Jung's and come up with a list of eight. And these are extrovert, introvert, sensing, feeling, thinking, intuiting, judging, and perceiving. And they argue that we're all a combination of those eight factors. Now, believe it or not, and many people don't, I'm introverted, which means I get my energy from being alone rather than extroverts who get their energy from other people. So the first letter in my personality profile would either be an E for extroverted or an I for introverted, and I am an I. The second letter represents N for intuitive or S for senses, and I'm an N. The third letter is T for thinker or F for feeler. Yes, I'm a cold robot and I'm a thinker. <laughs> Empathy? No, I don't care. Um, the fourth letter is a J for judging me, definitely. Definitely a judge. And P for perceiving, so I'm a J. So if you put all these together, my 1 in 16 personality type is INTJ. So if you've seen your friends proudly displaying that they're an ENTP or an ISFJ and so on, now you know how to work it out. The best modern adaptation of the Myers-Briggs test is provided by someone called 16personalities.com. So it's an online test, so easy to take and the results are free. So I recommend that if you can't tell the difference between an INFP or an ESTJ, you should take the online test immediately. The test actually goes deeper and draws out archetypes for the 16 personalities, which can be quite fun to read more about your main persona, and then you also have supporting personas. I'll post the link in the show notes, but just search on Google for 16 personalities and you'll find it. Most creative people love to know more about themselves, and it's reassuring to know the how and why we sense, decide, feel, and think the way we do. Another test I love is the high five test. It's not a personality test, it's actually a strength finder test. So the free online test is just highfivetest.com. It draws inspiration from pioneers in the strengths-based leadership, including Gallup Research, Marcus Buckingham, Richard Stevenson, Strengthscope, and many others. It's quite an elegantly designed test, and it consists of 100 questions across four domains and 20 strengths. The High Five methodology assumes that all strengths are equally important, and yet they're present differently across individuals. 
The test is designed on a sliding scale, so you decide on the strength of your response to each question. And don't be a wuss and just leave the slider in the middle every time. The results of the test identify your top five strengths from their list of 20. So if you're keen to find out your personality archetype and your top five strengths, I recommend that you take the 16 personalities test and the high five test. And let me know your results by tagging Creative Spark Podcast on Instagram. I hope this episode has helped persuade you to understand a little more about your personality and strengths, and I look forward to hearing what archetype you most identify with. Were the tests wrong, or were they bang on target? Head to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode nine, and I'll post the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.